This is the Flying Lion, Marcus Lewis, and you're listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is Smack It, our weekly Smackdown Smackdown recap and results show. I understand why you would make that flub. Why? A lot of R's, a lot of re ra 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 rewind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Start calling it rewind. I don't rewind. know. No, there's a podcast that's called Rewind to Raw. Oh no, let me love can't that. Do that. Show. Uh, but guys, I'm your host Corey Smith in the Diamond Studio with me as always. Uh, Michael Vergara, City Wrestling J Jose. How you guys doing today? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Hello, man. Mr. City Wrestling uh, J. How you doing today? You're botching it, dude. <laughs> Uh, guys, but don't forget, you can find us at our home, soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. City Wrestling Radio. Also, across other fine podcast delivery applications. If you also want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, we are at CWR415 for any breaking news, any uh, anything coming up today. You know, you know, today, the passing of Big Van Vader, I think we mentioned on our Raw Review yep. show we put up earlier today. If you guys haven't listened to that show, go please go check it out. Uh, but yeah, Vader passed away today at the age of, what, 63? Yep. I'm uh, going to miss you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, never knew you, but, uh, you know, always great matches, you know, from WCW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, WWF. Wrestled form- everyone. The Sting, Sp- McFoley. The space in within the wrestling realm has gotten so much bigger. Yeah. Having him gone. Yeah. He's a big Van Vader, man. It's always be Vader time here at City Wrestling Radio. Did you ever wrestle Hogan? He did, right? He had I'm, to. I'm sure he had to have No, I think he was supposed to in WCW, but they kind of like. Uh, we know was, how Hogan yeah. was in yeah. WCW, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's, uh, let's get into it. Oh, but before we get into it, guys, I, I keep forgetting to mention about the about the contest, King of Indies contest. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, King of Indies coming up in a couple of weeks at the, the world-famous Pachili Event Center in Daly City, California, sponsored by All Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Revolution. Jeff Cobb, Taguchi, uh, Brody King, uh, Flip Gordon, Dragon Lee, Dragon Lee, Titan, um, many others. I'm sure I'm forgetting some. I'm sure I'm going to see him like, oh yeah, damn, how did I forget him? Uh, but guys, if you want boy, if you want to win tickets to this show, front row two platinum tickets, please send us one paragraph to your pick. Who do who do you want to win and why? Uh, just send it to us at at our, at our Facebook page, City Wrestling Radio. Just shoot us a message or, um, yeah, get get it to us in one form so or another. is this just bragging rights? Like, who won the King of the Indies? No, it's not saying – no, it's not predicting the winner. It's just no, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, the event itself. Like, Yeah. So is this a tournament for bragging rights of who won – like, oh, I'm King of the Indies. Yeah. Like, I win this tournament. It's like King of the Ring, man. Okay. Up for the well, Indies. Then, like, what does it – so they get a title shot or what? They just – it's bragging rights. It's cool if they get a crown. They get a crown. They get, they get a nice independent crown. Um, you know, there's a Burger King Indian Cobb person. does sound Robe. really cool, though. King Cobb, yeah, I do like that. King on the Cobb, I'll probably win. Or Brody King, He's Dragon King, Dra- Dragon Lee Lee King, Lee King, Lee King. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't let the word paragraph uh, discourage you. Three sentences will suffice. Four sentences even better. Yeah. Uh, and say one name, it'll count. And uh, like we said, all like we said, like we say constantly, bibliography, MLA format. But guys, Citations. Footnotes. Yeah. Send it to our Facebook page. Guys, you want to get the tickets? Uh, we will take submissions until the 29th. Under a PDF or just like a status update? I don't know. Just somehow get it to us in some way. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. No, not Instagram. Facebook. Facebook us. Yeah, Facebook. DM. 
Yeah, hit us hit slide us up on, slide into, into, into those DMs, DMs, baby girl. Or baby boy, whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh but guys, let's get into it. Let's on that note, let's let's smack it. Uh or smack down live. Uh from where where were we this week? Toledo? Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. I know this because we're at a certain news report saying Vince McMahon called a meeting in SmackDown in Toledo, Ohio, and released one big cast. Oh yeah, well, sure. you want to just start, you want to just talk about that before the show? Or? Yeah, we sh- we well. should. Yeah. So uh, in case you didn't know, Big Cass was released on the Tuesday of this SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a surprise. It was very surprising. I was at work when I saw this. Like, <laughs> wait, what? That was my immediate reaction. I mean, it makes the uh, makes the past couple weeks make some sense. Yeah, that's true. They wanted to, you know. Just give Brian the rub before he goes. Enhance Brian. And, and if you think about it, if they did release him after Backlash, yeah. which it seemed like, it seemed like they wanted to do that. So, it as the, as the story as the story kind of went on, apparently the real like the reason why he really did get fired was he was a, well, it was a myriad of reasons. Not was, listening to management. Not listening to management, particularly in an angle involving a little person yep. where he was only supposed to give him the big boot. And that was it. But he, uh, Big Cass, decided to go into business. In, no, go into business of his own, as they say, for himself. Yeah, for, for himself. yes, for himself. And he proceeded to beat down a little person, into a point where all the refs had to clear him out. Like yep. had to clear the ring, had to make sure for him to stop beating on the little person. Mm-hmm. And he was just generally just a, a difficult person to work with. Yeah, I heard he was a douche on the road. Yeah, Trump supported too. Very and then, he, he and he let people know for some apparently. Oh, okay. I heard he, I heard there was something going on. Uh, I rumor about alcoholism, but I don't know for sure. Oh, he drank during the European tour. Yeah. There you go. And, but my speculation is is that they wanted to fire him after backlash, and that's why Daniel Bryan went over so fast. The only uh-huh. reason why they didn't let him go for backlash is because he could have possibly appeared all in. Yeah, I wonder what like. There has to be word going out, like how he actually was. Like as as soon as yeah. more of this story develops, you would think Cody be like, I kind of don't want this guy. According to Brian Alvarez, um, he said something about him being really, really pissed off all day. Big casts at Money in the Bank, and I guess really moody towards everybody that show. Uh, that, it, that was a straw. Does he? He, he needs to get off his high horse. I like, think he was told that day. Yeah. He needs to get off his high horse if he thinks like he should be like over Brian. Like no, who would have thought get your that head out of your ass, Big Cass? You know, a couple years ago, looking back at NXT, seeing Enzo Amore, uh, Big Cass, and Carmelo, that the one person left out of all three of them <laughs> and excelling, excelling. Is well, that's Carmella. a relative term. But. Is Carmella and you know the guy with actual you know size and strength is gone. The guy with actual promo skills is gone. Now the person with no skills is still there. The hairdresser, the one who's learning. She has skills. I mean, they're not amazing, but she got skills. She's got some skills. And speaking of Carmella, this, let's uh, go. Let's Paige, get on with. Oh, go ahead. Paige opens the show in a cool new way. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I find it cool because it's new and refreshing. But I, I like the way they anything that breaks that. formula. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Uh, kind of announces the gauntlet match for later tonight for yes. the number one contender for AJ Styles, um, WWE, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Two K nineteen Cover Boy. Yeah, we're it's gonna Cover Boy. We're gonna win that million dollars. How do we? How do we do this? You take a promo. Can, then... can we cut like a New Day style promo? Oh, that'd be great. Then who's gonna be the one? City Woo! Wrestling Woo! Radio. Who? And Ooh, then you'll just come out. Like, and it says like Jose. Yeah. <laughs> whoever's but whoever's you know the most skilled out of all of us. We'll right? hold the tournament within ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, is it no DQ matches? If it's no DQ matches, I'll be good. Oh, no, no, we're going full on rules. They're going. They're Breathe going on somebody wrong. You disqualified. No. Yeah, no, I'm not. Just I can't do, do that. Just G1 style. Oh, I, I wish we had a New Japan video game like a WWE style. There is going to be a, oh a WWE style like 3D and everything. Yeah, because yeah. there's going to be a New Japan video game. Well, there. not it better really. not be one of those. Uh, it's it's New really. Japan gem it's, collector card game. No, things. it's um, it's Fire Pro. Yeah, but it's like a 2D style game. You don't think that's a real wrestling video game? No, no, but I do understand. Like you want full on 3D. Yeah, like where the you should get experience. King of Coliseum two for the PS2. You need to get a Japanese PS2 and then get King of Coliseum two. Mm-hmm. All right, King of Coliseum two and a power adapter. Japanese PS2 power adapter. Okay, I'm writing it down right now. Or power if, you really, if you really want your New Japan fixed, uh, fix. Yeah, no, Paige is. Uh, you know, like like I said before, she seems like the assistant manager who's left in charge. You know. She's all right. She's doing her job. She's she's all right. Hey, she got too. She was too busy firing big Cass. Exactly. She, Cass, I'm sorry. You gotta go. Uh, but next up, we have coming down to the ring. Like I said before, the trash talking, moonwalking princess of Staten Island. You had me at trash. Your WWE SmackDown Live Women's Champion Carmella comes out to the ring, gives her you know. A, little motivational speech because you know the swerve was coming yeah um says every day i had motivational problem or i had you know self-esteem issues but i looked in the be- little girls look in the mirror and tell yourself that mella is money ah, psych you know just give up you know she said just give up now so kids if you heard carmella out there just give up just so you know um, and out comes uh, yep. The, there's a lot of giving up to do whenever uh, Carmella's on the I screen. I beat Oscar all by myself. Uh, Oscar's music hits, and uh, obviously this isn't Oscar coming down to the ring. Obviously, um, it's Oscar you know, Ellsworth. We have the you know the plastic mask on, but He's she but he really did. milking the wink too. Yeah, like, yeah, that's his bread and butter. That must be another Vince thing. He must have done it in front of Vince. Ah, I fucking love that. Do it. Give him I mean, it's it's the one piece of positivity I can find out of this entire ordeal. Um, yeah. So, so James well. Ellsworth comes out, pretty much dressed, uh, borrowing um, Oscar's um, shin guards and her jacket and everything. He stole it. Like, how did he get? The, like, did he just have to make these himself? Like, recreate? It's like he got himself a replica Oscar stuff. I'm sure they sell that. That's a robe. What the robe? The mask, maybe. The mask. They know. I mean, they, they sell Finn Balor's jackets. They might as well sell the robe. Ooh, oh, that robe would be expensive on WWE. Yeah. They would probably charge like three hundred for that thing, man. That's just one indie date. Um, maybe two. But yeah, like I said, James Ellsworth comes out in full Oscar drag. Um, comes out says, you know, Oscar, Oscar wasn't ready for Ellsworth. Um, then eventually Oscar does come out. I gotta say, uh, Ellsworth's confidence is sky high. Yeah. And he's coming off pretty good. Well, he's been traveling the world wrestling pretty much everybody. He wrestled Joey Ryan. He wrestled Tessa Blanchard. He wrestled um, Joey. Um, not Joey. Uh, he was at Joey Janela Spring Break wrestling Matt Riddle. Yeah, he wrestled things. Matt Riddle. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he's been all around the world. And, I mean, <laughs> I still, people he's worked with. I still will never forget the promo Matt Riddle had when he found out he was wrestling uh, James Ellsworth and Joey Janela Spring Break. I'm fucking wrestling James Ellsworth. Are you fucking kidding me? And he just walks away. <laughs> and the fact that, like, I mean, wouldn't you be pretty stoked upon yourself, too, if, like, <laughs> WWE lets you go and then all of a sudden, they not even a year later, they bring you back? Yeah, I'd be stoked. Honestly, I'd... Would you be... I mean... Okay, look. Well, I don't I mean, know. I'd be stoked if I'm James Ellsworth. Yeah. I true. wouldn't be stoked if I'm Carmella. 
because yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. much a mark of they have zero faith in me carrying this entire thing by myself. Yeah. I need Ellsworth to carry me, yeah. which you know what? Yeah, like she does. Why, like she why does. even then? And then put him in two hundred five live, like I was saying. What, Carmella? No, Ellsworth. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, once He's you gonna have the, a feud with TJP. Once you take the title off of Carmella, she'll you know she'll ditch Ellsworth again. Yeah. And then send him two hundred five live, and then he'll have his you know he'll try to do his you two fa- two hands fighting chance. Uh, eventually get a shot of the title lose. Imagine if he actually wins the Cruiserweight Championship belt. I'm taking 205 Live back. I'm putting the title on Ellsworth. Don't be surprised. That is... Honestly, if Vince was... Like, if that whole Enzo thing never happened... Yeah. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So next up... No, no. Keep those shivers going. Because next up we have the Iconics coming down to the ring. So one... Like, one shrieky, annoying heel... Woman performer promo after another. Okay, no. Well, well, did we talk about Oscar coming in first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oscar came in. in. Yeah, so we're on to the next segment, which is the iconics. You know, we're just fresh off that uh, that Carmella thing in the microphone, dude. I love iconics delivery. It's just that their writing sucks. No, that I was. I just agree hundred percent. I'm like, you know, I was. I used to be high, so high on these ladies, like when they first came out, and then they just just started just going through the rounds doing their same shtick over and over again just impersonating people yeah what's well, the right, being completely annoying and then unwatchable to a point where i have to mute my television and just you know hey, I, I but, hey I'll, I'll say this i mute the television i like what i'm saying sure but, yeah. okay uh yeah no i just it, like i agree with you jose i think their delivery of everything they got is is somewhat enjoyable facial expressions mm-hmm. things like that um, how they're acting, yeah. but at the same time, the writing and the stuff they're given is really, really bad. Yeah. You know, doing the whole like making fun of impersonations. You know, like oh, I'm Becky Lynch. You know, oh, I'm Charlotte Flair. Yeah, it was good the first couple of weeks. Now it's, it's, it's they have good timing. There's they the, do they're they're pretty much they have talent. Yeah, it's just. I mean, and they're and they're ready for the main roster clearly. And the match she had with uh, Becky Lynch was good later on. Yeah, yeah. The match well, right after it was. I, mean, I said she. It was, I, it was mostly Becky, but I, I think right. she kind of lost a step. Uh, Billy uh, Kay. Billy Kay. Yeah, but I mean, maybe it's just timing issues with uh, Becky. I mean, Peyton Royce is the was. Always, I mean, I'll say this: Peyton Royce is always the more superior out of the iconic, like in ring and uh-huh. on the mic as well. Even though they both kind of complement each other. Yeah, it really it, shows how much hard, how hard they work though. Well, but, she's the catcher on the outside. All yeah. the time. It's yeah. how do you how do you book a heel nowadays though? Because I feel like if you book a heel, look at really, Shayna Baszler. Look at anybody. But, it, but if you book a heel really good, then the, Andre, the fans Andre cheer Chanel. for you. The fans cheer for him. The fans cheer for Shayna Baszler. You know why? Because they don't have a good face. Then think about you, it. Think about it. If Andrade <laughs> San Almas was facing any any, any like he any Johnny Black, yeah, and so people wanted to cheer for Aleister Black. But still, like respected Andrade San Almas, despite him being a heel. And then they, and again, this is the NXT crowd. They'll they'll cheer and he, I know just... whether or not they like if they like something, if they like something and it's presented to them accordingly, they'll boo and they'll cheer. Yeah, but yeah, you, there is a case to be made that NXT uh, fans are a little bit smarter than your standard. Yeah, yeah, but then they've gone fan. to the point where they're going full circle, saying, "Hey, we should we should boo this person." Because, oh, I mean, yeah, look because, at Tommaso because, Ciampa. Yeah. He's the he's public enemy number one. Yeah, That's yeah, how. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like you, the only reason why a heel should the only reason why a heel should ever be booed is because of a face that you know complements him or her. Yeah, I, the story. And you goes look back at Car- a thousand then, years. Again, you look at Carmella and the the fact that it's just the feud has just been so lopsided. Yeah, 
Yeah. It just creates this. Like I said, that, that match should have, should have been uh, more Asuka on the offense at Money in the it Bank. Should, but yeah. should have, Asuka should have won that match. Well, uh, they're going to drag this out. Stream rules, and then we'll see them maybe again at SummerSlam. I'm counting on Oscar Lenny at extreme, extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that Iconics promo, really bad. They're getting probably probably getting X-Pac heat from the crowd. Yep. Out comes Becky Lynch. Like I said, that's what, what you want. That's was, what everybody wants. You don't want X-Pac heat, man. X-Pac was just horrible. X-Pac was great. That was that was the worst part of, like... No, he's a really... One, two, three kid. His matches against Razor Ramon and Bret Hart... I, we're going off on a tangent here, but... yeah. X-Pac was, co- X-Pac was good. Yeah. Uh, X-Pac, yeah. WWE version 3.0. Like the third time X-Factor, he, he sucked. That's when it was like, X-Factor, it's because no one cared. Yeah, nobody we'll gave a shit about X-Factor. Uh, but, you know, like I said, this wasn't a horrible match. K didn't, didn't really get off any offense until Royce goes to distract Becky. Um, Case goes for a suplex, reverse to a disarmor, submission, tap out. Um, Good showing on Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch. Yeah. who was tremendously over during the Money in the Bank ladder match. Everybody, yeah. you know, we, she was one of the best workers that night. This. Yeah, she's uh, one of the best workers in the company. Yeah, uh, yeah. Becky Lynch is awesome, dude. I I love everything she does. I I would like to see a heel turn from her, but what are you gonna do, right? No. That's what everyone's been asking for. Uh, next up, we have Jeff Hardy or uh, Brother Nero or or Itchweed or I don't know who this is. Uh, I have the names Ingus, Jinx, Itchweed, Willow, Wolverine, and Keith Davis. Which one pick? Keith, let's go Keith, da- Keith Davis. That's what I was leaning for. What's Keith Davis? I don't know. That was, that What's was Keith Davis, Michael? I don't know who Keith. Da- I mean, like, I know who Keith David is. Keith, yeah, apparently that's not that's a that's the guy that's the other guy from They Live, uh, also known as yeah. from maybe maybe he copied Jeff that. Hardy. It is it's Jeff Hardy alter ego. These are all his alter egos. Uh, I read from Wikipedia. Yeah, I kind of did a whole uh, you know I was I was awoken. He didn't say woken, but he says I was you know enlightened. His when, eyes are open. My eyes have been opened at when he got low blowed by Shinsuke Nakamura he last week. Something loose in the cerebellum and into my uh, ruptured rapute and sicupe and yeah, all yeah. these really smart scientific words that yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah. Um. So it looks like we're gonna get a, yeah Shinsuke is gonna win that title, man. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think so. Um, a, a long program would be nice. Extending, oh, between Shinsuke and yeah, Jeff? Ex- ex- that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. again and ending at SummerSlam. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe a couple title switches between there. Yeah. Next up, we have Daniel Bryan backstage with uh, Renee Young. And Renee's looking a little hot today. Yeah, Renee's, I mean, as, as Michael said, because I said something on the Money in the Bank show, uh, Renee's always looking good, man. Exceptionally tonight. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, she does a little interview with Daniel Bryan, you know, what do you hope to, what do you hope to do in the gauntlet match, you know, win and become number one contender. Then he asks her, this is actually a pretty funny part, you know, he, he goes, uh, do you want to see me win the, the gauntlet match? And he shows, yes, that, he shows, I, I think that's definitely a very good possibility. That, that's a very good possibility. <laughs> Work with me, Renee. She's like, yes. And he starts doing his yes chance. Legs, lungs, heart. How can you hate this guy? Oh, he's horrible. He's Horrible worker. He always turns red when they not touch as, him. Not as good as Carmel. Chest looks like hamburger every always, time someone touches it. Always does those same damn kicks when people say yes after. Ugh. 
I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I'm quitting. Uh, no, I mean Daniel Bryan's cool. These promos are really cheesy, though. That I, doing it. But then, like, they're you, so cheesy. Hey, okay, look, legs, but legs, you, heart. But then here's the thing: like, you know, Daniel. Like every the audience knows who Daniel Bryan is at this point. He's firmly established as yeah, he is. So he's, he's kind just, of at that like, you know, what? Let's just let's just have fun out here, right? Right. You right, know what you're yeah. getting out of Daniel Bryan. He doesn't need anybody to. He doesn't need any convincing. At all because I, I don't hate anything he does. No, I don't either. I'm just like it's and it's just it's it's cheesy in a good just way. It's, the beast it's kind of um, yeah. what do you call it? What do you call it? Um, irreverent, I'll say. Like it's just sort of he's, he's not necessarily funny, but he's corny in a way that you want to just get behind him. Though You're like, same oh, way, it's the same damn. way like the whole James Ellsworth two hands thing, except Daniel Bryan is like one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet, while James Ellsworth is James Ellsworth. Hey, he, he was the intergender champion. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know what happened with that championship, but because apparently he was champion until he came into WWE. Uh, Andy Kaufman Estate sued them. I'm what? bullshitting. I don't know. What? What? No. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Usos coming down. Um, you know, giving a give promo about them starting in the WWE, saying, you know, we used to come out here in face paint, dressed like the Ultimate <laughs> Warrior and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, Notice Jay doesn't scream anymore. Like he's toned it down. Lost his voice. He's toned it down. Could be. Um, Yeah. So they give a welcome to the USO Penitentiary because you know they have the match with Sanity after this. Sanity come out, and I don't know if this was planned or if they just kind of the USOs being experienced uh, ring leaders Uh uh, saw Alexander Wolf kind of flailing around and goes to kind of defend himself. Because, you know, Ale- I don't know. I'm trying he- to remember. Alexander Wolf does this thing where he just kind of moshes and runs around the r- the ring. Yeah. Usos were still in there. And while he was doing that, I don't know if it was Jimmy or Jay, they go to attack him. Yeah. So I don't know if that was just a miscue or I don't know. if yeah, you see that, Michael? like a dumb move and I'm the sorry, match never started. Uh, the miscue by uh, Sanity and the Usos. Oh, yeah. Like uh, there was just kind of this dead silence going on. You know, I'm saying like when the match started, yeah, or when the before the match the, never started. That match never started, right? Yeah. When Alexander Wolf was kind of flailing around. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you think? Uh, it's nerves, maybe N- debut. I don't know. I didn't. I I didn't really watch this part. Yeah. Uh, so no, I mean, I, I think it was written that way. Yeah. So, so sanity. Um. Yeah, their main roster now. I guess. Uh, hopefully, we'll get no Nikki Cross. No Nikki Cross. We'll probably like, we, oh. we can get Naomi involved too. And then get Nikki Cross, and then like Naomi's just like, "Hey, what you doing?" And then like they're as like, "Do it, Naomi." And then as soon as as soon as like the sanity is just gonna stare down at Naomi, you see Nikki Cross like debut out of nowhere. Her music hits. Yeah, I don't want her as a come out of the crowd. Well, you don't want Nikki Cross as a heel. Yeah, she's She's great. She's been a heel. No, not not in the Shayna feud. Well, in that one feud, but everything she's done before that, she was a heel, and she's still heelish during that feud. Yeah, she should be like. A female Dean Ambrose done right, whatever. Yeah, Dean Ambrose should join Sanity. If anything, Dean Ambrose should just come back. Yeah, his his absence is sort of felt like there was like it's it's we're at that time. There was a moment where like good Dean Ambrose is injured. Well, not good. Yeah, no, he's injured, not good, but, but we need a break. He needs a break. Yeah, so everyone think, needs a, a refresh button sometimes. Yeah, and he and according like the pictures that re, like resurface of him, like he seems like fit. With his new haircut? Yeah. Well, it was hide, hidden behind a hat, but you can tell he shaved it. You think he got the same hat that Bobby Lashley got? Same store? Same target? No, it was, it was like a Golden Knights hat. He was in the Stanley Cup oh, finals. That's yeah. what's up, dude. Okay, so if the listeners are in, 
I am down to do a Ms. and Mrs. show. There we go. That's it, that Mrs. that show looks so goddamn it does. annoying. It, no, it, it looks, looks great. So terrible. Ms. knows reality TV. It's but gonna Ms. Be so knows terrible. how to sell a product. It's gonna be a good show. There we go. Well, it'll be the first of. Uh... Well, you guys do it then. <laughs> you don't want to be a part of the uh, the the Ms. and Mrs. No, See, he's barely doing SmackDown. <laughs> hey, he's uh. We'll get there, but it was a pretty good match. <laughs> what are you talking about, Miz? Oh no, I know. Okay. I was just joking with you. All right, uh, what, what, I'm losing track here. Uh, so back to sanity. They are have arrived. Sanity has arrived. Good for them. I, I, I'm I looking forward wrote, to some good stuff. I even wrote that down, and then Corey Graves said it, so I was like, I, I can't say that. Uh. I said, screw it, I'm gonna say it. Uh, next up, we have backstage Renee Young with Shinsuke Nakamura. Really good. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura claiming the ref counted too fast in that last man standing match and didn't count in Japanese, so it was unfair to him. Oh, my God. Very, <laughs> very, very, very unfair. Yeah, it was, and kind of gives a wink to Renee, which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah, Shinsuke, I mean, he does the whole, you know, I don't speak English thing, but he he does it to where it's not... Beaten to the ground. It's not beaten to the ground, and it's not, like, you know, detrimental to himself yeah, well, or uh, any, anything bad. Totally. You know? No, because Renee... Doesn't, it doesn't come off racist at no, all. No, not yeah. at all. Because Renee goes, uh, how about Jeff Hardy and the things with him? And he was like, who? So Jeff Hardy... No, no. You don't, you don't have, have to yell. You don't have to yell. <laughs> I know who Jeff Hardy is. Uh, yeah, so like I said, it looks like we're going to get Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura coming up sometime soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Next, we have the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Good Brothers. Another uh, a second chance opportunity for the Good Brothers to. These guys got time. Yeah, I they were given a bigger fighting chance than they did in the pre-show. I was really wondering why they. This was a pretty good match. This too. is actually an okay match. Uh, yeah. But Michael, what happened? Oh, um, why? Because you didn't take notes on this? exactly. Yeah, uh, there was. Oh, I'll just say this: there was a bunch of near falls, a bunch of like hope spots. Yeah. From they were getting ready for the magic killer, but they got cut off. Bunch of like I said, a bunch of near falls. Uh, but at the end, the bludgeon bomb for the win. The, yeah. The titles retained. Is that what they're the, calling the bludgeon bomb? That's what I. That's what I think. I think everyone's calling it now. Yeah. And but then, as soon as they were celebrating retaining their titles, the bludgeon brothers, Daniel Bryan comes out, and as soon as I heard that, I instantly thought, Oh my God, this guy's gonna wrestle for at least forty minutes. And so, oh, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah like, oh my God, he's gonna go. The, he's gonna go quite the distance on this one. But and and as soon as he's doing this, as soon as Daniel Bryan's doing this entrance, he kind of gets in between the Bludgeon Brothers. That's a little stare down with them. It was, yeah, like it was, a, it was a good callback to you know he used yeah, to be a white. Is that what member. they're trying to do? I mean, I don't know. You know what? You know what it is. I mean, we'll get there. But um, I mean, from a side of things to come. But you know, do the fact that I guess they just didn't like didn't like staring at Daniel Bryan when. Like I don't know. It was it was like, such oh, it was such a confusing segment. It's yeah, like okay, is this yeah. the direction? Is well, Daniel okay, Bryan no. really gonna? The Bludgeon Brothers are two guys who like their toys. I'm sure they like their theme music too. So it's like when you're playing the, your theme music, they want to hear the entire thing. They want to walk up. To it was the very rude. It was very rude. It was very rude to Daniel. Was, very uh, very rare. Well, yeah. they needed to shorten music one. because they have shortened mallets. Did you see that? Yeah, their mallets are super short now. They look like Thor hammers. Mjolnir's. They're just giving them Thor hammers now. Um, so yeah, the, Daniel Bryan goes down to the ring, and we have Daniel Bryan versus Big E as the first match of this gauntlet match. And yeah, oh, man, man. This, whoa, holy crap! I Again, never, I never thought I'd be sitting here, you know, another. About, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I never thought I'd be sitting here talking about a Big E match like this. I'm not saying he's a horrible worker at all, but I just never thought I could see him at this caliber of a match. Big E, very underrated. So this was exactly what I this type of like 
matchups is what I really like. You asked out of last week. One out of Daniel Bryan where just give him random matches mm-hmm. and see what sticks because Daniel Bryan is the type of performer. He's right up there with Aleister Black and Seth Rollins where he is willing to work and elevate his elevate himself and the performer to make to create a good match. He knows what Big E is capable of. Mm-hmm. He knows what Big Cass was capable of. Yep. He knows what like he's you know and Brian he's hitting, Daniel, Daniel Bryan he's just freaking Daniel Bryan what more can I say Daniel Bryan hitting a pretty good looking her and Karana onto Big E off the top rope it's man Frankensteiner come on now it's a Frankensteiner that right it's the same there thing, is a thing yeah was that's, it? that's a Frankensteiner what's the difference yeah. Frankensteiner well uh, Frankensteiner it's, first originally started off the top rope okay. yeah or running the ropes and he would catch him in a Frankensteiner okay uh, but he would go under your legs between your legs okay uh, Huracan Rana you just kind of throw the opponent. Yeah, you're with it. You're the you're within the same like. Okay. Uh, your back is in front of the, of your opponent. Okay. You think of it as you're as you're twirling. Yeah, yeah, Twirling, but the yeah. Fra- but the Frankensteiner, you flip and then and the you person flip them with you. Yeah. Yeah, and then he threw Biggie. Man, I didn't think he would uh, go yeah. that far, but man, uh, there was a good spot where Daniel was going for his uh, going was it going for a running knee and then. Biggie hits him with the clothesline. Uh-huh. Um, he hits a bunch of clotheslines. Oh on my Brian. god! He flipped yeah. a lot in this match. Yeah. Brian sold and one that and one that we'll get there, but one apparently that kind of was a bit too hmm. close for comfort. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which one? Oh, we'll just go through the Biggie match. First. Um, I noticed that Daniel Bryan uh, had headphones on. Daniel Bryan, like on leapfrogs and simple moves like that, he, he starts saying, "So yes." He <laughs> says yes. that. Yeah. Oh my God! If if you want, re- so good. rewatch the match. Apparently, they, there was they do a, a leapfrog early on. You hear Diamond Bryan when he jumps. Yes, yes. There was an audible uh, "What the fuck?" too from after a splash from Biggie. Uh, uh from Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's uh, he's not afraid to curse. Uh, but Daniel Bryan uh, wins with the running knee one two three. Yep. Uh, to advance in the gauntlet match. And you can tell they're kind of holding back a little bit in this match, but I love that they are because in the future this match is going to be super hot. Yeah. This the the Biggie match yeah. or yes the Biggie match. Yeah. No, just a little that, bit. That illustrious Biggie and Daniel Bryan food. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's like, gonna be it's, great. They they worked really well together. I man, really enjoyed that. And then it makes you wonder, like, man, imagine what a Biggie. I mean, what a Daniel Bryan Xavier Woods match would be like. Imagine what a Daniel Bryan Fire. Kofi Kingston match would be like. Fire. Oh, well, Kofi Kingston, man, he's he's awesome, man. Has he ever wrestled Kofi? I'm sure, like, I'm sure they have, like, like Team sure Hell No or something. Uh, yeah, I'm sure at one point. Uh, next up, we have. Um, Next in the gauntlet match, we have Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe. Surprising <gasps> that like, yeah, things look grim. You like that the, he's here so early. Yeah, Ooh. and surprising Ooh. the way it happened. Ooh. So they kind of they got into it. it. The match between them was really short. Um, they ended up outside. It was and, like a commercial break. Yeah, when, uh, Joe locked in the coquina coquina clutch outside of the ring. Kind of countdown with the, the ref. You, you forgot the power slam. Uh, that, yep. The power slam that probably Help me almost, out, guys. Help me out. That probably almost killed Daniel Bryan. So early in the match, uh, Give Joe me, throws Daniel Bryan to the ropes. Yeah. Catches him on the turn on the power slam, and it looks like Daniel Bryan scraped his head on the mat. Ooh. And, and, and the slow motion footage that they showed afterwards did Proved not it. look good. Yeah. Did yeah. not look good. And to to a point where it kind of it kind of uh, decreased my enjoyment of this match because all I was thinking about was, well, like, is I he did, okay? Yeah, after he that, okay? after that, Joe really made sure he took care of Daniel's head. Yeah, you can see you that he had concern over he the moves he was doing, yeah. tucking him in the right way on slams, doing yeah. stuff like that. He doesn't want another T.J. Wilson in his hands. Yep. Ooh, ooh. 
I forgot Wolver. his name. I only, I'll, again, this is the Curse of Total Divas. All Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, their communication was awesome. Yeah. Joe's totally becoming my favorite performer. This uh, was, really yeah. and this was a very, not, this was an interesting way to protect J- Joe from going over Daniel Bryan, too. Yeah. Yeah, the good whole, psychology on the count outside. Yeah, he was too focused on, you know. No, he knew. Well, like, he, knew, he, he was, was watching the ref. Yeah, yeah. he was like, yeah. Uh, eight. As the Kohina clutch on Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan kind of does his reverse <laughs> flip thing. It was the Dan- it was the Bret Hart spot. It was the Bret Hart Roddy Piper Stone Cold Steve Austin spot um, where he gets in a sleeper hold and then he just uses his legs and just like mm. and then like slams uh, Smojo into the ground and then Daniel Bryan beats. Oh, it wasn't into the. Railing? It was it was it was outside. Oh yeah, but yeah. it wasn't to the railing. Yeah, no, it was a, it was from barrier. Okay. In the audience. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan gets back in the ring and Joe gets counted out. Yeah. To the surprise of Joe, I thought Joe was going to attack, but no, Joe does not attack. But the Bludgeon Brothers. I have a feeling this was a spot originally made for Cass. You think wh- why? Because the, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no, literally no reason for the Bludgeon, Bludgeon Brothers, Brothers out there, yeah. other than the fact that oh, you interrupted our entrance. Like yeah. what is? So what's the direction here for Daniel Bryan? So okay, well, Bludgeon Brothers give give Daniel Bryan the Bludgeon Bomb. Yes. Miz enters, runs down to the ring, runs down to the ring, immediately gives him the skull crushing finale. finale. One Jinx. two three. One two three, and I. And that's it for Daniel Bryan. He wrestled yeah. like what, like forty minutes, thirty-five. Yeah, no, thirty no. plus, uh, no, more than thirty. No, because I think we had about forty minutes left when I saw, and then counted about thirty. I would say about twenty-five actually. Well, he wrestled. He wrestled a good amount. He wrestled a good amount. Yeah. Like yeah. he said, fifteen in, with Big E. His chest looked like hamburger afterwards. Yeah, I feel bad that it's going to happen every match he has now. Apparently, yeah, as long as he feels okay. Yeah. But, but um, but yeah, no. Like, if anything, that looks even cooler. It just makes him look even more tough. Um, but like at this, battle scar. I think it was only yeah. this was only just for the so Miz can get the pin on Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. so it can continue with Daniel Bryan. So, Miz oh, feud. what do you think yeah. this? This oh, and he. What do you think this means for Daniel Bryan going forward? Well, like, Daniel Bryan Daniel. did talk shit about Miz earlier in that Renee interview too. Yes. Ex- oh, exactly. When he said, uh, "I'm going against three of the best superstars." Yeah. And she goes, what about Miz? Was, I said three of the best yeah. superstars. So that you think it's going to be Miz and Daniel Bryan when like, hey, look, if I'm Daniel Bryan, I shouldn't be pissed at Miz, even though he did pin me. I should be pissed at the Bludgeon Brothers. But yeah. Miz is going to come out next week saying, I pinned Daniel Bryan. I beat you, Daniel Bryan. What do you have to say about that? I did yeah, it all on my shit. own. And yeah. then D- Bryan's going to come out, you know. Or you think Bludgeon Lakes Brothers on the Miz heart. is going to be like a partnership or something? You think the no. Miz sick the b- Bludgeon No, Brothers? I think it, it was just opportunity and that, that whole Bludgeon Brother thing is just it was what it was right there. You that's, might have a point that might, that so might have been dumb. A, no, that might have been a big Cass's spot. Yeah. They wrote that then in. They had big Cass it. and Miz would have been. I feel like it would make, it would make less sense though, at that point for them, him to get destroyed by the bludgeon brothers. And then the Miz come out and pin him, and then have the whole thing with the Miz. You know, I just, yeah, yeah. I just, I think it makes less yeah. sense for it to be big Cass at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Okay. Well, it's of their purpose. They've, they serve their purpose. Exactly. It would lead to Rusev versus Miz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which hey, pretty exciting match, I must say. You like for for some for for the audience to you know be cheated out of a Daniel Bryan run. Oh, we're not getting cheated out of a Daniel. I know, Bryan I run. know, I know, I know. I'm just, well, I'm just being the Daniel Bryan stand that I he'll am. get that Universal Title one day, man. I'm telling you. So, but you get Rusev and you get Miz, two quote unquote heels. Well, with yeah. more so with Rusev, and I thought this was a pretty good match. Yeah, it, it was a it was a decent. They were working match. fast. Oh, yeah. it was a decent match. Um, 
what do you got? What do you got for me? No, no notes on this end. No uh, notes on this end. So pretty much uh, Rusev. It was pretty much every. They were at this point in the show, like they kept on trying to get into their finishers, but there was just constant counters. Like mm-hmm. he was going skull. He was Miz was going for a skull crushing finale. Lead. Rusev slides at like slides under, and then he kicks Miz in the face, and then he sets up for the accolade for the submission victory to a thunderous applause. And hey, it's crazy. Rusev Day is gonna is the number one contender for the WWE Championship yeah. against AJ Styles and Extreme Rules. He's not gonna win. No, he's not gonna win. No, this is no, no, filling. No, no. But then this is a, an excellent opportunity for Rusev to, to show what he got. To show what he got. It's a big stage, boy. Yeah, I mean, what you got? It's his, it's his first match uh, against for the WWE Championship, right? And yeah, yeah, and against AJ Styles. AJ Styles gets out, gets into the ring. He presents. He shakes Rusev's hand, and which Rusev immediately shakes, like is which oh, is yeah. surprisingly humble from Rusev. Uh-huh. And then he shakes a Aiden English's hand, and then Aiden English just does. Oh, Aiden, too cool yapping. for school, bro. He's, yeah, he he slow. He swipes his hair up, <laughs> and then AJ and my DVR just cuts out. So I don't know what happens. He punches him in the face, and then AJ punches Aiden yeah. in the and face. And Rusev's Aiden, just okay. like, right. like oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then he takes his title, good and ending. then he just walks out. And good so, ending. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good SmackDown. That was SmackDown. Would you go out of your way to watch SmackDown this week? I would go out of my way to watch the Gauntlet match. Again, this is a pick and choose all the time. No, I say 75% of the show is watchable. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ blesses you on this uh, day. 75, yeah, salute. 75% of the show is good. I say go out of your way to watch it yes. this week, just because I always say that with SmackDown. Um, there's a couple of weak spots, but not Smackdown. really. Uh, Carmella. The Iconics <laughs> might be the low. Oh, the Iconics, part? I think, was the lowest part of the uh, show. Mella talking. Mella was, you know... She delivers well, but you know uh, there needs Uso, to be more. Sanity, AJ, Sinsuke, that was big. Uh, the OGs against the cosplayers. Uh, now we're uh, recapping the recap. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you think of our recap, guys? Good what, show, Ma- good Michael, show. Michael, Michael, Michael. What do you show. think of what do you think of your uh, your predictions? I'm kidding. Uh, guys, before we get out of here, um, let's. Uh, we actually have some birthdays today. We didn't have any birthdays for the past couple of days. No one was born. No one was born yesterday or uh, or the day before. Whatever. So, guys, for June 20th, 2018, our first birthday is uh, uh, one Don West of Impact Wrestling. Oh, my God. Uh, former uh, Impact Wrestling personality. And also on this day, June 20th, who turns 61 years old, the infamous Coco Beware. Oh, Coco. Hall of Famer. Happy 61st birthday, Coco Beware. Yeah, that's one of the Hall of Famers that never did much, but was a fan favorite. Hey, man, he had he had a he had a quite a gimmick, you know. Yeah, that parrot. Yeah, I think the parrot's still alive. No, parrots live to be like a thousand. Do they? I don't know. A thousand, uh, <laughs> like a hundred, like the Chewbacca age. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get out of here. It's hot. It's I'm warm. Hungry. I'm hungry. I want to eat some peanut. I don't have any peanut butter. Damn it. Anyways, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, I'm your host, Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. I am Jose. And we will see you tomorrow with the B-Show. If you guys didn't listen to Raw View, go listen to that. I'm sure you're not even listening at this point. But, hey, good on you, I guess. (laughs) All right, guys, let's get out of here. I'll see you later. All right, bye.